Welcome. Good evening, St. Augustine. I hope you're staying dry out there. It's rainy and kind of stormy here around the studio. Uh, this is your last show with just me for the summer. So if you're excited about that, then this is the last one you have to endure without Mike. Uh, Mike should be back on Monday. Should he make his flight this time? You know, <laughs> boy's got a, an issue getting to the airport. So we're hoping that he flies home safe and sound, gets lots of rest over the weekend, and he's back ready to talk about all the headlines and all the news that was unfit to print because that seems to be what we talk about here. Uh, before we do that, though, we are going to pay some bills, help Mike get home. The Tringali Family Restaurants. We have Carmelo Carmelo's Pizzeria. They have the best pizza, nine years running. New York-style brick oven pizza. They serve salads, subs, wings, and more. But the Tringali Family also has the 123 Burger House. Best burgers, three years running. They also serve chicken, wings, salads. They also have that wood-fired pizza and ice cream. Both restaurants offer dine-in, takeout, and delivery through Bite Squad and Grubhub. The Tringali family is hoping you will join them for dinner tonight. So if you're ready to brave the weather, go and let somebody else make you dinner tonight. Oddly enough, we have Solar Stick. They were established in 2006. Solar Stick is a local portable power company proudly committed to American manufacturing, constant innovation, and creating jobs right here in St. Augustine, Florida. Solar Stick's focus on providing solutions for self-sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. Solar Stick, changing lives, saving lives, and reviving American manufacturing. I hope I did that okay. Because we might just have a guest from Solar Stick tonight. We also have Solomon Services. They are the premier place for personal training in St. Augustine. They specialize in small group strength and fitness development, athletic development for team and individual sports performance, sports injury-related training. They have a state-of-the-art center with indoor and outdoor turf areas. All their coaches are certified through the National Strength and Conditioning Association. Call today. Make an appointment with Solomon Services at 904-460-9945 or visit their website, solomonservices.com. Sign up with Sal and his team today. I also have A to Z. They offer free estimates and have been serving St. John's County for over 20 years in the construction industry. A to Z offers painted metal roofs for saltwater area homes with warranties for up to 25 years. They also offer shingle roofs with warranties for up to 50 years. They have tile roofing, cedar shake shingles, designer roofing, and flat roof coverings. So if you're looking at that ceiling right now and you're seeing some wet spots form under those rainstorms, give Chuck my and his team a call or check them out online a to z roofing and waterproofing.com they have recent job photos with material descriptions we have blake in the house pushing the buttons blake say hi to everybody hi (laughs) (laughs) so enthusiastic he's always happy to be here with me but someone who's i'm happy to welcome is stephanie it's good to see you good to be seen we have stephanie hollis from solar stick You've got a lot going on. You just were traveling, right? I do. I do. Uh, Last week was a busy week. This week is a busy week. Mm -hmm. I was in D.C. last week. um, Well, Fort Belvoir, so just in Virginia, um, for the Army's birthday celebration. Awesome. Um, It was really a very cool celebration. I think it was the 274th birthday. Don't quote me on that. Our, um, our military guys will put it in the comments. I so know, we'll check. I'll get in trouble. I should have looked that up. How old is the Army, guys? Uh, put it in the comments. Um, but it was really fascinating. It was held at the Army's Museum, which okay. has only been open for a couple of years. Beautiful facility. Wow. If you're ever up in Virginia area or D.C., mm-hmm. take the time to go and see it. It's really fascinating, especially awesome. if you've ever had anybody serve in the armed forces mm-hmm. in your family. You can buy bricks and yeah. dedicate it to those oh, members, so and they'll cool. put it in the grounds. But I got to meet the Secretary of the Army, Very which nice. was cool. She is, I believe, the first woman Secretary of the Army we've had, wow. um, was appointed by this administration. But Solar Stick was invited to help power some of the equipment that was there as part of the celebration. Okay. And we were really one of the only vendors invited in on that kind of thing so that's cool very proud mama moment in that yeah so, fantastic congratulations couple of you know 
women power going on. Yeah, so nice. It was uh, solar power and women power going exactly. on. So it was it was nice. We were promoting um, what we do at Solar mm-hmm. Stick, which is we manufacture portable power systems. Mm-hmm. And really, what that means is any place you would, in layman's terms, yeah, any place you would typically run a small gas generator to mm-hmm. get power when you're not. Up, hooked up to the grid someplace mm-hmm. um our systems come into play so okay. we usually um will work a lot of times we'll work with somebody who's already running a, a three or five or ten kilowatt generator okay. that's running 24 7 and they want a better solution mm-hmm. so we will pair that oftentimes depending on what they're trying to power mm-hmm. with batteries with solar panels if that makes sense and with some special uh, engineering software to make everything work really efficiently. So okay. if you're creating power, you're storing it or you're using it, you're not wasting it. And so exactly. it really just maximizes the efficiency of everything, um, okay. which saves fuel. Um, a lot of the work we've done has been with the Department of Defense mm-hmm. in wartime or in peacetime. Yep. Um, but when you're able to reduce a fuel convoy from two or three times a week down to once a month, Mm-hmm. That's, that's significant life saving. Yeah, on top of money saving and and green energy and all that great stuff, yeah. but life saving because fuel, fuel trucks, convoys yeah. is where a lot of our service people get injured. They're um, because the targets. enemy targets those yeah. fuel convoys. So we were honored and blessed to be in Afghanistan and Iraq helping uh, the mission in both of those locations okay. over the years. So right. we're continuing to grow. I mm-hmm. think we're at almost 50 team members now, which sounds yeah. insane. Wow. Um, and anybody here local looking for a job, we are always looking for great engineers to join our team as well as people that are good with their hands. Um, we have a full production team because we design, we build, uh, and we sell everything we make, so it's all an in-house process. So, so with careers solar- at solarstick.com <laughs> if you're looking. Put it up there, Blake. That's right. <laughs> um, so would SolarStick be who I would want to call if I want to have emergency power backup for my home in a storm? It's potential. So okay. our price point generally is not, while we do sell to the public where there's mm-hmm. no reason we can't, um, because all of our stuff at this point in time is... Uh, made to a military specification mm-hmm. usually that prices us out of what the average homeowner okay. is looking to spend however we're constantly working on finding on creating solutions that are more commercially viable mm-hmm. um, we're working with um, some other um, industrial level partners right now and really okay. trying to push uh, a more uh, more price point that would be palatable to people but okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. usually, you know, when the power goes out here in Florida with the hurricanes, yeah. usually what you care about running, if you've survived a few hurricanes, <laughs> the things you really care about, having a refrigerator for yep. food, being able to make ice, um, having a way to charge your cell phone or have a radio and some lights, mm-hmm. those tend to be very small power items. Yeah. Those are ideal for the type of things we make. Okay. So. Um, but the short answer is absolutely. Yeah. You know, we've we've definitely uh, survived a few hurricanes by having I'm a sure. system available for power. I'm sure. um, and, and then just any off grid thing. So mm-hmm. RVing, camping, all of that is very popular. Yeah. Um, we are one of the few countries that have a stable grid. Mm-hmm. Um, many of the countries we work with, uh, they just don't even have a stable grid. And mm-hmm. so. Our systems help augment when the power is going to go out a lot and you just need that stability of power. Yeah. You know, a, introducing a battery into the system really makes a huge difference. Okay. So it sounds to me like some of what you do is creating a hybrid between mm-hmm. um, fossil fuels and renewables. Exactly. So that you can decrease your fossil fuel usage and increase the efficiency of renewables because mm-hmm. that's something we hear a lot is that renewables are just not that not that efficient they're just not where they're they're just not where we need to be mm-hmm. to replace everything we demand power for mm-hmm. at this point in time you yeah. you just if you wanted to replace everything with pure solar pure wind pure renewables we like power yeah. we're a power hungry nation right mm-hmm. we want our air conditioning we want all of that 
So what we found is we use uh, fossil fuels the smartest way possible, mm-hmm. right? And it's a great bridge because yeah. you're, you're using renewables where it makes sense. You're using fossil fuel where you absolutely have to mm-hmm. because it's still the most efficient and dense source of power we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so bridging that gap while we're working on more innovation, mm-hmm. let's be smart about it. So absolutely. if we are able to hybridize, our goal for our company mm-hmm. is to hybridize every portable power generator out there. Because, Fantastic. you know, again, going from running something 24 hours a day to maybe a couple hours a week. Yeah. Hey, there's a significant savings there. And you and your husband are the team I want on that mission. He came in talking about his um, desalinization pump system oh for goodness. flushing yes. engines. And it was just, it blew my mind. It was very interesting. I mean... He is he is an incredible inventor. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, I'm yeah. a physician by training. Uh-huh. I am not a business person. I went to medical school. I went to residency. <laughs> I practiced anesthesiology for 20 years. Yeah. I did not learn any of what I'm doing now there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I married an inventor uh, yeah. with an entrepreneurial spirit. And mm-hmm. so I've just been helping him build the company over the years and um, slowly you know, worked my way out of medicine as the company needed me more and more. And so now here I am running solar stick and he's off, you know, on his next invention, which poor baby involves doing a lot of sailing. Oh, that's yeah. Shed a big tear because he's out in the Caribbean somewhere right now. And I was about to say last time I saw you, you were fresh off a boat from the Caribbean. So that's just heartbreaking that you have to do market research like that. Feel very bad for him. We all do. And I'm sure your solar stick, uh, solar stick systems come into play on those boats as well. Yeah, it does actually. We're um, our uh, the sailboat we currently have uh, mm-hmm. has two of the original solar stick systems on it to cool. help power with wind generator and solar panels. It was the original idea was that these were going to go on. Everybody would want one for their sailboats, right? Yeah. Everybody's going to want a solar stick for their sailboat uh-huh. and. Sailboaters are cheap and they're very innovative <laughs> all on their own. So yeah. they just looked at our idea and they said, that's great. We can copy that in our garage. Yeah. <laughs> so, a redneck ingenuity hey, kind exactly. of deal. Yeah. That's what sailors are. Um, so we uh, pivoted. Mm-hmm. Word of the 2020s, right? We pivoted yeah. and um, started experimenting with how to use that concept for land. Mm-hmm. And really realized that there was nothing out there. I mean, this is pre hybrid car technology, right? We weren't really thinking about how do we use batteries to maximize. And um, he had a vision, which is what good innovators do. Mm -hmm. Um, And we started banging on a lot of doors and trying to retrain the military on how to do things differently is an interesting (laughs) challenge. So now, (laughs) now, 20 years later, we're making some headway. And now Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, this is great. Hybrid power. So you get invited to special parties. Hang get, with the army. You get to work the party. <laughs> like you got to have fun at the party too, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. For sure. All right. For sure. Work the party and you yeah. know have have a little fun. So it's That's a great cool. experience. It's been an amazing journey so far that um, we're very proud of because of everything it's done for this community, mm-hmm. um, which we love. This community. We've been here almost twenty years, and uh, you know we've been able to rehab a few buildings that needed it. Mm-hmm. We've brought in a lot of people to the community who yeah. now love living in St. Augustine. And fantastic. so it's, it's neat to look around and see the difference that you've yeah. made here locally and across the globe, really with, with what we've been blessed enough to do. And you have, I know you sent some of your systems to Ukraine. We did. To help in support of that effort. We did. We sent so. about 300 systems, <clears throat> excuse me, 300 power systems um, about six months ago mm-hmm. out to Ukraine. And they're, Fairly small systems, but they were able, they're lead acid, so they can be transported very easily without all mm-hmm. the fear of lithium. Okay. And uh, they're single suitcase type systems that let uh, the users charge up communication devices, mm-hmm. which are critical right now in Ukraine yeah. when their power is non-existent oftentimes. Absolutely. So we we're yeah. really excited about that. We've gotten very positive feedback from the, the country now. We've heard back okay. and... Um, we recently were able to donate a system to a couple of Stetson students. Oh, wow. um, I'm a Stetson grad, yeah. and so is my director of sales, George Winston, and Very they reached cool. out to us. The alumni network is strong. Yeah. <laughs> and they said, hey, 
you know, we've got some Ukrainian students that are headed back to country this summer. Is there anything they could borrow or whatever? Mm-hmm. And so we put together a similar system for them and Very trained cool. them on it and, and sent it back with them. And hopefully we'll get some good stories and photos and That's just awesome. learn more about how we can help that community, both militarily and just just the, you know, the average um, pedestrian that is yeah. caught in the middle of this conflict. Absolutely. So very rewarding. Thank you for doing that. I mean, there's so much need around the world. So anytime you can see a need and help fill that is just, it's it's rewarding, but it's so important. It's super rewarding because as being a medical professional, um, Mm -hmm. I was always very drawn to doing mission work and Mm -hmm. helping areas that just want for any little bit of help. And, um, you know, oftentimes small amounts of power are an amazing help with we've had various African medical missions and things like that, mm-hmm. that we've been able to s- provide power for, Fantastic. Um, you know, internet um, doctor services mm-hmm. and just getting information and getting little bits of power into communities that have no power at all. Absolutely. You know, refrigerating vaccines and mm-hmm. just doing the simple things that we yeah. take for granted. So. Well, it's the difference between life and death for a diabetic. Absolutely. As to whether they can refrigerate their right. insulin. Insulin. And, and I mean, it's just, and like you say, it's not a huge power draw. <clears throat> not at all. Just, just that one change it saves is. a life or yeah. saves multiple lives Absolutely. in the community. And often it's just a matter of getting someone who can take care of the logistics. Mm-hmm. Because I know plenty of friends and i'm sure you do too if you said hey listen for this amount of money if you were to check for this and bought this system if Mm -hmm. we could get it into this african village Mm -hmm. that would provide refrigeration and lights for this little medical clinic Mm -hmm. i know a ton of people that would sign up for that and do that absolutely but there's just all of all of the logistics Mm -hmm. that go on between here and there that make it a bit more challenging more than i know how to yeah you know accomplish absolutely i mean logistics can be such a crazy obstacle and it's like i'm just trying to help somebody (laughs) i mean my husband's um family comes from nicaragua half of his family comes from nicaragua and uh someone had a need for a medical device and they let us know we're not usually a first call with that Mm -hmm. i call my cousin her husband happened to work for a company that made the exact device she needed. Wow. They absolutely just, God put all the pieces together. Um, the company was completely on board with supplying it. So we got everything that was needed. We get it down there, stuck in customs forever. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they needed, they didn't know what it was. They yep. knew it was important. Exactly. And so there was a payout that had to be made. Mm-hmm. And so then you're fundraising to get it out of customs. The doctor um, at that facility wanted to wanted to be the supplier of the part so then we had to mm-hmm. pay him to be willing to use this one and you know ultimately it got there it got to where it needed to go and the patient is fine she's great she's she was a kid she's now grown up wow and so you know it's so rewarding but it's so the logistics are it's ridiculous way that shocked me mm-hmm. just what the hurdles that get thrown out. Absolutely. And so it was like, we've solved the problem. We've got the part. It's on a plane. Like, perfect. And it's like, no. No. There's so two and a half more weeks of problems that we now have to figure out. It's wild. It and is so, incredible. It is incredible. But, you know, you know we, um, we've been fortunate to be able to help in circumstances where we're able. Yeah. Um, so it's been, it's been really neat. It's been a That's reward. fantastic. Absolutely. Thank you for all the work that you do with that. And as a businesswoman, yes. I have a story that I want to run past you because I kind of want to mm. want to get a sense of how a businesswoman that I trust might handle okay. this situation. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. I'm going to take you way, way back. Way back. I, don't know, I don't know if Blake's going to remember the origin story for this whole situation. Uh-oh. Blake, you might, I think you were in high school at this point, so you might not have been paying as much attention then. Um, so... Way back in 2018. Okay, pre-COVID. Yeah, pre-COVID. <laughs> um, we had Starbucks 
And if you've ever gone to a Starbucks in a big mm-hmm. city mm-hmm. prior to, you know, COVID when you could travel freely. Right. You were walk around <laughs> without a mask on. Yeah. yeah. So you would have to buy something in order to use a bathroom, right? Uh, that's typically proper protocol. Yeah, especially in a large city, right? Absolutely. You know, in, in a cafe like Starbucks where it's real easy to just kind of snake into a bathroom, mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, I lived in Long Island. It's not unheard of to be told, like, bathrooms are for customer customers only. You see that even in St. Augustine. Even here, absolutely. So we had a situation where there were some customers, customers, in Starbucks, they hadn't bought anything. Mm-hmm. They were using the Wi-Fi, using the table mm. for a meeting, mm-hmm. right? And so they wanted to use the bathroom. Bathroom door's locked. Mm-hmm. They're not happy that the bathroom door's locked. A video occurs of this interaction between an employee saying, it's just for customers. You have to buy something if you want to use the bathroom. The customer gets angry, and it escalates to the point that the police are called oh wow all right so this causes a crazy backlash Mm -hmm. because they've decided that it's not about the policy and it's not about the bathrooms it Mm -hmm. was because of these particular customers it Mm -hmm. was two black men Mm -hmm. who were in there for i think it was reported a couple of hours and so it was like well you won't let us use the bathroom because we're black so Starbucks ends up shutting down the entire company in 2018. All of Starbucks were closed for four hours on the same day so that they could do um, diversity, equity, and inclusion training so that they could rectify innate biases that might have been in, in play in this situation. Mm-hmm. And they changed their bathroom policy. So that has been the impetus for this story continuing beyond 2018. They changed their bathroom policy that you no longer have to be a customer Hmm. to use a bathroom at Starbucks nationwide. Okay. Can you see any potential problem with this? Not it. (laughs) Especially big cities. Yeah. And Starbucks is a company that's based out of Seattle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's no lifestyle or culture situation. I'm sure there's no Washington urban campaign Oregon. that's, um, <laughs> yeah, taking advantage of that scenario, yeah. doing their morning wash mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure that goes on very well. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the story continues to develop. Okay. And by 2022, Starbucks has to admit that there's safety issues <laughs> with the 100% no questions asked open door policy with the bathroom. Let me get my shocked face on. I know. The least surprising news Don't you've say. ever heard. Safety and issues. They're surprisingly their staff are finding it uncomfortable up to the level of dangerous to go and check and maintain the bathrooms. <laughs> because people won't leave. Uh-huh. There's all sorts of paraphernalia, needles, all sorts of mess that's being generated by people that are not buying any Starbucks product. They're just going directly into the bathroom and then they're camping out. Shocking. They, they can't get anyone out of the bathroom, so now the actual customers can't use the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So, do they have actual customers left? Because I'm not going into a Starbucks <laughs> where I'd rather be in like a public park scenario. Yeah, I don't drink coffee, so I've never been in the Target demo for Starbucks. I just I've wow. never liked the taste of it. So I've just I'm I'm a tea or a soda caffeine mm-hmm. girl. I've just never never been a coffee mm-hmm. drinker. It's my one thing that's very anti-American patriot because Americans adopted coffee as the patriotic hot We're just beverage. addicted to all sorts of substances is the reality. Well, that Caffeine, was the replacement whatever. for tea. Like, sure, Brits sure. drink well, tea. That's why we couldn't and drink tea. So that's why we started drinking coffee. Like, we Pretty don't, sure that's why we don't drive on the left side of the road that like is the rest also, of the yes. world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just a middle finger to the Brits. It really is. <laughs> We're, we're not. We're a little spicy as yeah. a country, right? Yeah. yeah. You do it that way. How you nice do tea? for you. We'll do this we're gonna do bitter, it this 
bean thing <laughs> that we'll force ourselves to like. That needs 2,000 calories of, of syrup know, and sugar and, sugar and whipped cream. Before it's drinkable, but by God, I can't we're sticking to it. <laughs> Put a heart in the chat if you're a coffee drinker, because I can't do it. Um, so Starbucks cries uncle in 2022. Can't do it. Can't keep the bathroom policy like this. We have to we have to readjust. And evidently there was wisdom in requiring someone to be a customer mm. to use the bathroom. Mm. And they went back to the locked door policies. Well, as part of the fallout of that original store, mm-hmm. there was the there was the retraining, the re-education camp. There was also a manager that Lost her job. She was a regional manager. She oversaw numerous locations in the, I believe it's the Philadelphia area. Um, so she had evidently performed very well at her job, but because she was the manager of the location that went viral for arresting the two men that wouldn't leave when asked to, to leave, According to the policy. And she <laughs> looked somewhat similar to us. Ah. She was fired. Mm. And the reason I bring that up is because she sued them. Good. And she it, she, it was found in her favor. And um, it's found in her favor by quite a lot. So Starbucks isn't having a great uh, 2023 based on the stock prices that I've been seeing Mm -hmm. and the controversies that I've been seeing coming out. But on Monday, a federal judge in New Jersey awarded former Starbucks regional manager Shannon Phillips a whopping $25.6 million, million dollars in punitive damages and 600000 in compensatory damages, finding the coffee giant fired her in 2018 due to her race. She had been in charge of 100 stores wow. in the Mid-Atlantic region, having been promoted from district manager in Ohio in 2011 with a note of exemplary performance. But in 2018, protests started by the incident that we described before, um, when the men refused to leave after repeated requests and the police were called. So, in the weeks following the incident, Phillips said her superiors became laser-focused on disciplining the white managers and employees while looking the other way with anybody else. So, in one case, Phillips was ordered by a superior, uh, a woman of color, to suspend a white manager in her region after several employees claimed he paid non-employees less money. Phillips argued that this manager was not engaging in in the ist, the evil ist. He was not a racist. And um, so she didn't want to do it. At the same time, complaints had also been filed against other people. Like, she ended up going through this whole thing, and finally they just, they cut her. She's mm-hmm. out. So she would be like, okay, well, data doesn't support these claims, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to suspend him. Mm-hmm. And didn't like the pushback. And she was out. So today, $25 million poor from Starbucks. And I ain't mad at it. No. I'm not Good sad. for her. You don't get to fire no. somebody just because no. you don't like their face. <laughs> Absolutely not. Isn't, isn't, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Isn't that by law, call me crazy, by law, what I understand is you are not allowed to discriminate against employees for race. Well, that's what the court found. Just checking. I'm going to say that you're correct. (laughs) I don't know if that's the way. For the 50 years (laughs) I've been alive, that's what I've understood is we're supposed to treat everyone equally and not discriminate against them based on Things they can't control, like gender, race, immutable like characteristics. That. Or uh, I, I thought yeah. we were supposed to reward people for good work, and mm-hmm. in my company, <clears throat> mm-hmm. yes, yes, we treat everyone fairly. And if you yeah. do a good job, you get rewarded. I don't care. Do I get to use the, the bathroom other- even if I'm not buying anything? No, <laughs> <laughs> we do have a locked facility. <laughs> yeah, we are not open to the public. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, 
That's no, wild, that's, right? That's insane. That's insane. You know, the, this is where people, this is where companies get themselves in trouble uh-huh. because they have no values. They, mm-hmm. they just go with the wind of everybody's mad at us. So we're going to bend online and, and do this, right? Online outrage yep. because people behaved poorly and the people that behaved poorly happened to be African-American. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't Didn't matter. factor into the decision I, I'm at not, all. I wouldn't have been allowed to go in and use the bathroom. With, I, I yeah. used to do a lot of running and let me tell you, you ran into the Starbucks after our run. Mm-hmm. They would watch you and if you went just to go use the bathroom, they're like, Mm-mm, no, yep. no, no, you runners, we know your game. <laughs> yeah. You come in, you just, and the Dunkin' Donuts would call us out all the time. They're like, no, yeah. no, no, you're going to buy something. Out. Absolutely. And I would buy a coffee <laughs> yeah. whether I wanted it or not. Mm-hmm. I don't mind paying the five bucks so that I can go use the bathroom. Yes. That's just the code. That's just the way of the world. I have more than once had to buy a pack of gum at a bodega in New York City hey, because I had to go the to the bathroom, to use the bathroom and, and I wasn't happy. going to an alley. <laughs> exactly. And you're happy to pay that yep. price. And uh, no, absolutely. And as a company, as an owner, uh, and you're caring for those employees, you know, you you owe it to them to have the strength to stand up against the bullies in mm-hmm. the political sphere, or, you know, all of this Facebook and Instagram and everything where you mm-hmm. get to bully people, you know, without any proof of truth in the allegation. Yeah, they they should have stood up and just said. Yeah, our po- they were upholding the policy. Yeah, if they upheld it in a nasty way, or you know, mm-hmm. maybe they could have handled things differently or de-escalated they could have the situation. Said, you know, maybe internal yeah. investigation to see if this was handled you know, to our standards. Were they rude? I mean, yeah. whatever. But the policy is the policy. Yeah, and, you know, we do crazy things at our company. Like, hey, policy is we follow our policies, and and, and you hold everyone to the same standard, and then you don't get yourself in trouble. Absolutely. Then you don't have to remember when you're making special concessions, then that's where you open yourself to a lawsuit mm-hmm. because then you have nothing you stand on. You can't yeah. prove this is how we always behave because mm-hmm. now it's this is how we behave if somebody's yelling yeah. at us. And if if you're the white woman, you get sacrificed mm-hmm. um, because it's good political theater. Yeah. Good on them for awarding her twenty five million because hopefully that well, that's not even the end of wakes it wakes them up. Uh-oh, that's not the end? That's not even the end of it. There's oh, still a pending decision on lost wages. So this is just um, compensatory damages and um, what was the the official name for the $25 million? Um, that was punitive, punitive damages yeah. and compensatory. So they're still weighing uh, lost wages. Good. Because yeah. she was clearly climbing in her career. Mm-hmm. And, and until that day, you don't know what she no could problem. have become. Like, yeah. there's no telling how high she could have risen. Mm-hmm. And they basically ruined her whole reputation with mm-hmm. that. At this point, it's we're what, five years into this? And she she was the one that was sacrificed to the guillotine to satiate the angry mob. And who knows how much she's had to spend in legal fees and mental health care and everything that's completely demoralizing even if you're in the right i mean as a physician you know it's it's often not a matter of if you get sued for malpractice it's when right we just Mm -hmm. know that but even if you know you've done nothing wrong it's still being accused of doing something wrong is completely demoralizing Mm -hmm. it really is it's absolutely it's a horrible feeling having your character question like that is terrible and this was all very public oh so it's not like she was quietly let go Mm-mm. like the oh, internet I'm sure they marched the internet was watching us and so sure. you know they had the for shame march with this whole deal oh. so i'm glad that she she won it i feel like starbucks did this major major overcorrection because they're so known for being for the current thing Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever is good, right, and true, according to the loudest group of people, that's what they support. Or at least it seems that that's what they support, in my non-coffee drinking opinion. <laughs> um, and so I feel like they really just massively overcorrected. And then we have to we have to make sure everyone knows that we're on the right team and that we're for the right things. And yay, current thing. Like... And this woman's career was sacrificed. So I'm glad. I hope she goes to on a very lovely Tahiti vacation. Me too. And I'm available for invitation if she 
needs a companion. You need to, a spa day. You, you know, girls weekend. Right? We got we're, this. we're available, so aren't we? We would sacrifice our time team, for that. Team you. That's right. Team you, Miss Phillips. Wow. Well, that's quite a story. Oh, man. With, that's with wild. Finally, kind of a happy ending, right? Yeah. She got a happy ending for sure. And I can't wait to hear how how much she ultimately ends up, what they find for her lost wages. Because I can't imagine they're not going to give her lost wages after giving that. I mean, that that decision seems like um, we're letting you know for show you messed up. You're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you are oh, so yeah. in trouble. Oh, yeah. Your hand got caught in that cookie jar mm-hmm. and mama's not laying in. That's awesome. She's not going to well, be late. Good for that so, judge or jury I, or whoever heard that. I'm, I'm happy for And it was, you said it was New Jersey. It was a federal jury jury in New Jersey. Wow. Good job, New Jersey. I know. I mean, you might expect a decision like that in a different I mean, part of the country. I know, but that, like, that almost sounds like a Texas decision, right? I know. Like, give her all sure. money. I know, <laughs> right? So, yeah, good job. Congratulations, Shannon Phillips. I'm sorry that you went through all the stress you went through with Starbucks, and I hope you have a very happy life. Absolutely. And now we're going to slide into election 2024. Oh, boy. I have weird news. Weird news? I have How- weird news. Shocking. How could I the know. election get weird? elections don't get weird in the united states so we have a few we have a few like named candidates that have declared right Mm -hmm. we have the ones on the right that are fairly famous there's like a businessman that's stationed Mm -hmm. from new york and south florida yeah there's certain governor then there's a couple other guys there's tim scott out of south carolina um there's vichy ramaswavi i get a lot of emails from that dude i never gave him my email address but <laughs> they find them i don't know they I found know. my cell phone number somehow know, they're so all weird. asking me for money so weird like they're barking Stop at the asking. wrong tree yeah. right here I'm, I'm busy i've got bills <laughs> if i had money to to give to politicians i'd give it to charity and not politicians exactly. i'll tell you that right now just save your dime trying to text me um so there's joe biden for the democrats Mm -hmm. democrats say they're not running a primary but that has not stopped robert f kennedy jr from announcing that he's running as a democrat in 2024 and this is kind of a kind of an out of left field sort of candidate he -hmm. is a kennedy you expect him to be you know solid democrat but is he solid democrat of the what the Democrats were. In I was going to say in the Kennedy era, the 60s, 70s. That's, that's a different. That's a different Democrat a different than Democrat. what we have now. Yeah. So if he's, it'll be interesting if he's more um, a Democrat in his uncle and father's vein or in other Uncle Teddy's vein. Um, so I'm a little mm. anxious about where he's going to land there. Um, he's been had very interesting and vocal opinions about everything that's happened in the past three years mm-hmm. um which has made his wife who's a hollywood actress have to come out and be like oh, is she, i, I love my it. husband very uh-huh. much he has his own opinions like please don't be mad at me because he's saying the things i'm not allowed to say or think or agree with like i have my views yes oh my it was a very wow. funny wait we're allowed to have different opinions than our husband's She's about to find out, I guess. <laughs> Wait, I guess we'll we find out. That, you know, we just do what our husbands tell us to do. We have been told that I, I for a feel long like time. We've been told that. What's weird, though, is oh, that's that not the weird part. That's okay. not the weird part. What's weird is that a YouGov poll shows that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has the best favorability rating of all the named candidates on both sides. Wow. Right? Huh. That's weird. So he's running as a Democrat, um, ranked highest favorability of all of his fellow challengers. He's got a 49% favorability rating from respondents, um, resulting in a net 19-point favorability rating because he does have a 30% negative. So... Net is 19 points, and that is the most popular candidate on the hypothetical ballot right now. Wow. That's crazy. Mm. Uh, former president and current president are tied for second place. Um, <laughs> the businessman has a net uh, minus 10, and the current president has a net minus 9. So there's that. <laughs> 
Uh, then we get into Tim Scott. He's got, let's see, they want me to do math. I don't want to do math. He's got an eight-point favorability, net favorability, Vivek Ramaswamy. I, I practiced it. I swear I practiced it. Um, he looks like seven points. So R.F. Kennedy Jr., an environmental wow. lawyer who is well-known for raising questions about um, particular medical treatments that are injected that, if we say, mm. will get us tanked on Facebook. Um, <laughs> he is former President JFK's nephew, and his dad was the Attorney General prior to his assassination. Mm. Both of them were assassinated. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's gained traction and growing support in Democratic circles. Wow. Well, it's He's, been a while since a Kennedy really came through yeah. the political realm. Do we want another Kennedy? Sounds like the Democrats might. I mean, one-fifth of Democratic voters right now um, are saying, yeah, even with the Democratic Party saying, uh, no, 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 we're not doing this. We're not doing a primary. <laughs> I mean, according to Biden, <laughs> no one else is allowed to run, but then we have that whole little Democratic process yeah. that gets in the way. That, that, that pesky little that pesky Democratic let, Republic. Let the voters choose. Yeah. That's I know that that's inconvenient for mm-hmm. some people. We talked uh, last night. Clay and I were kicking up some old memories about um, Bernie Sanders getting railroaded by the Democrats with the super get delegates mm-hmm. when he ran in a primary against Hillary. Mm-hmm. So how I don't. How does he get on the ballot if the Democrats aren't going to run a primary? Mm-hmm. Is he going to have to go independent? Is he going to have to switch parties? Interesting. Like I, I. So this could get weird. This is weird, dude. Could get weird. The the person I can't see a path forward to getting on the ballot is, is the most likable guy is the on one the ballot likes. right now. <laughs> and maybe well, that says something about the American political system. I mean, we had to outdo the 2016. Mm-hmm. You know, election that no one really. If you had said yeah. back in the year 2000 that hey. Uh, at some point, yeah. a uh, the guy know, from The Apprentice with the apprentice who <laughs> runs a TV show yeah. is going to be president. We'd be like, yeah, okay, no, yeah, no. And so we got to outdo that. It reminds me of Back to the Future when um, <laughs> exactly. when Marty McFly goes back into the past and he finds Doc Brown and he's like, oh yeah, Future Boy, who's the president in 1988 or 84? Oh. And he was like Ronald Reagan, and he's like the actor, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he runs away from them, exactly. Like, We've lived it twice we now, go. absolutely. So why? Why not? Yeah. Why not? I don't even know. It's weird, though. And I mean, I've got a, I got a kind of weird, dark story that it's a little traumatizing. Um, but oh, share the trauma. Right on. That's misery loves company, right? So Penn State professor. Yes. We had, we'll go through it real fast because we don't want to linger here long. Um, Penn State had the big scandal with football coaches and you know oh absolutely king makers of football fell from grace because that was a big one yes so lots of debate that's still relatively fresh in my mind yes so when i read penn state professor charged with animal cruelty engaging in biblical relations we'll say with a dog no in a public forest I'm like, no way. Like, I have no mm. way. This has to be clickbait, right? Yeah. Because the subtitle it's is... It's got to be fake news. Please tell me that's fake news. The quote is, I do it to blow off steam. I... It's like an article in The Onion or something, right? I know. It's a fake it's not satirical... Though. It's no. not, though. Oh. Former, now former, Pennsylvania State University professor is accused of engaging in mm. sexual congress with his dog in a public forest. He was arrested Tuesday after a, what is it, nine-year-long investigation. He's been busted on trail cams. Since 2014, but they've never been able, he always wears a mask. Oh my God. And they've never been able to find anything identifying about it. Oh, so they just knew there was this. So they just knew there was a masked creep that would walk his dog without any pants on. Oh, naked from the waist down. 
dog and an iPad. And he, yes. Oh, boy. So he's recording what he's doing also, not knowing that trail cams are also catching him. Oh. He's engaging in these acts within view of the street. So parents with families going on a hike in state parks in and around Penn State, be wary. I mean, I guess. So he was arrested. He told the police. So he finally messed up and he finally parked his car in a way that they could spot the car. Oh, wow. And so that's how they tracked him. And he was arrested and he starts begging the police. I'm done. I'm dead. Shoot me now. And then he explains, I do it to blow off steam. So everyone uh, pray Mm. for this poor collie and what this poor collie has been through. And maybe let's do some background checks on our professors from here on out. Um, Penn State, I expect more from you. Wow. That's a lot, right? I'm. What is the therapist even going to approach that with? I mean, if you're assigned I mean, to, to treat this man who is clearly disturbed, disturbed beyond disturbed. I yeah. mean, even the people in an asylum are going, I wouldn't even do I that. I know. This guy's going to have to be in isolation because I can't imagine people. Even prisoners have oh, a, yeah. a certain amount of You don't of do anything to dogs. No. Dogs and kids. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. And he doesn't look like the kind of guy that could stand up to a fight. I'm just saying. So um, he might Mm. learn a lesson in karma. I I think think karma's. mm -hmm. Unless they they lock him in solitary. Mm. Um, So don't mind that that guy got arrested. Uh, Matsukas. Yeah. Um, wow. you have fun with wherever you end up, buddy. Wow. Cause I'm pretty sure his family has changed their names. Oh, I, I hope know. so. Can you imagine? It didn't say if he was married or if he had, oh, dude. Oh, my word. That's, wow. oh, mm-hmm. okay. So Thanks we're going to put that image. In I my know. Head, though, Amanda. I'm sorry. I, I told you that. it was traumatizing. Not hungry anymore. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely need that drink. Do need later, the drink. <laughs> the drink is definitely Pour a requirement. My bourbon right I'm now. sorry for Did you everyone. Bring <laughs> <laughs> There's bourbon in the some. cabinet. I'll <laughs> get some in a minute. All right. So let's blow off steam in a much more fun way. Ooh, We've got trivia. Yes. In a very legal way. All right. So I've got things from the headlines and then I've got random trivia. Let's start with some random trivia. Okay, let's do it. Blake, you ready? Yes. Are you done heaving in there? <laughs> I did hear those gagging yes. noises. It's, it's bad, dude. I mean, maybe I wow. I have a Penn State sweatshirt. I never want to wear it again. Like no. I stopped wearing it after the whole mm-hmm. you know, Huh? Uh uh, after the whole scandal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that like, was pretty bad. I, I didn't think they could top themselves, but apparently... I celebrated well, my 21st worse. birthday there, so I did have fond memories of Penn State, and then I packed that one away. I think I'm just going to throw mm. it away at this point. Mm. Like, lost cause. Yeah, yeah, so my whole opinion is uh, go, go, uh, go Buckeyes. <laughs> go Buckeyes. <laughs> All right, so should I start with you, Blake? I think I'll start with you. Yay. I'll start with an easy one for a warm-up. What did Lady Gaga infamously wear in 2010 to the MTV Video Music Awards? Quite possibly the most infamous dress on the planet. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That, that is a famous dress indeed. What did you... I, I, I know it was like... Do you, you, you want me to say like, like what is specifically or, or just generalize it? Um... General description because it was a meat dress. It was a meat dress. Yes, I was going to say. Yeah. I don't remember what I kind of meat, it. but it yeah. was meat. <laughs> it was red mm. meat. I know that. Yeah, Stephanie, that not Blake, her finest. We both have a point each. All right. So, go with you. All right. Which company owns Lamborghini, Ducati, Porsche, Audi, and Bugatti? All very luxury vehicles. What is their parent company? Oh my goodness. I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be something like Buick or something. <laughs> um, 
Oh, gosh. Wait, I'm... she already answers it. She said it was Buick, so. <laughs> she said, I think it's going like, to be something. Like I feel like this is a trick question. Um, I'm not really into cars. Uh-huh. Um, hmm. I'm going to go with um, Volvo. Volvo. Okay. What do you got, Blake? All right. So, unfortunately, I am a car guy. <laughs> so, so I'm going to go with uh, my dad's uh, car brand, Volkswagen. It is Volkswagen. Ah, Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Yeah. I was trying to think of what other. I know. Foreign <laughs> cars. Like Eastern European. I'm like, yeah, mm, Volvo. All right, Blake. How many toes does a cat have? How many toes? <laughs> yeah. All right, so I have a cat, so I had to know this one. How Eight. many of those toe beans have you oh, been wait, kissing? Wait, 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 uh, I'm going to say 12. 12? So it's a numbers question. That means you can go higher or lower. Higher. All right. You got it. It's 18. 18 toes on a cat. That's a Barbara Jean Unless question. Unless they're polydactyl. Yes, unless they're a Hemingway cat. Yes, I had one of those for a while. Yeah, that's Amazing. cool. They're cool. My friend just got an animal that's polydactyl, but it's like, it's a strange species. I can't remember what it is. Um, Blake, right? No, Stephanie, mm-hmm. how many bones in a human body? Oh, God. In an adult else? human body, oh, I guess um, I should say. 208. All right, Blake, higher or lower? I'm going to say it's uh, higher, but just a bit. All right, it's 206. So you said 208, but you got the point then. All right, the fact almost. That I got it wrong. My anatomy <laughs> professor is not going to Only like by that. two. You were right there. I mean, one or two broken bones. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What was the original name for Mickey Mouse, Blake? Oh. Mickey Mouse's original name. It's much I, less sexy yeah, than but Mickey Mouse. I know it's not Steamboat Willie. No. But, but I'm going to say Mortimer Mouse. All right. You have a guess? Oh, my goodness. Um, I'll go with Mr. Mouse. I have no Mr. idea. Mr. Mouse? Mm-hmm. All right. It's Mortimer Mouse. Oh, my goodness. Good job, go, Blake. Go, Blake. Florida boy coming through. All right. Let's see. Can you name a Roald Dahl book? Roald Dahl is a famous children's act, uh, author, and he just made headlines because after his death, the publishing house is re-editing his work oh. to fit modern sensibilities. Mm. Yeah, I remember hearing this story a little bit ago, and... Many of these titles were made mm. into movies. Yes. And, of course, I'm not going to be able to remember one of them. Bed knobs and broomsticks. I know All that's right. not right, but... What do you have for something. me, Blake? So, so, so just name one of them or, or name the one that's saying trouble. Oh, see, now he's going to brag about how <laughs> much he knows. Name one of them. Okay, James and the Giant's Peach. <laughs> James and the Giant Peach okay. is right. Yep. I remember hearing that story. To be fair, he's closer to reading Roald Dahl books. That's true. true. Don't get extra points for naming one movies as well. So yeah, and the BFG was really good. I don't know if you saw the BFG, but it was actually a really good animated movie. The Big Friendly Giant. It's sort of yeah, the Big Friendly Giant. Uh It's a lot of fun. It's like CGI animated, so there's live action, but then the CGI giants. It's a lot of fun. So that's probably my favorite. Although I just watched Matilda with my kids, and they really enjoyed that one. So lots of lots of childhood memories. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, who do I start with? Blake. Me. All right. I think I gave you that one last week. What is the name of Long John Silver's pet parrot? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a Long John Silver since 2010. Okay. Uh, cockle. Cockle. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> coming back to you, now Stephanie. Now you're coming back to me? I wonder if anyone mm. in the chat knows this one, because oh this goodness. one is yeah, out can I, of... Can I, can I call for... <laughs> can I take a wild card and get I assistance? <laughs> we have no lifelines here. No lifelines? Yeah. Oh, come on. Trivia without lifelines? Yeah. 
You can always um, go for the block if you want and just say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Bandit. I don't know. It's Captain Flint. What? Captain Flint. <laughs> Captain Flint. I don't know. I just it's thought it was very creative. I just, I remember it, at Boo. Christmas Story, one of the, he would always do the trivia things, mm-hmm. and one of them was the Lone Ranger's cousin's horse's name, and that's how he won the Fred Dooley oh. lamp. <laughs> and so there's, a, sorry, so that's why I picked that one. Squirrel. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's okay. <laughs> um, uh, what, what year was the first year for the Winter Olympics? If you hit the decade, then I'll give it to you. I'm going to go with 19... 1960s. 1960s. Blake, do you have an answer, higher or lower? I'm going to say lower. I'm going to say 1920s. It was the 1920s. Oh, wow. Go Blake. Blake is, he's He's, the son of a trivia guy. Yes, exactly. Okay, I'm going to ask a couple of, I've got one that I've been saving because I wanted to see your dad's face, but he lost his voice. So this is one of the ripped from the headlines. All right. A rare amphibian was discovered in Brazil that resembles... A human body part. <laughs> Can you name the um, body part that the amphibian resembles? Blake. I'm going to have... Oh, boy. <laughs> this... The way you made it sound like, it made it sound like a bit... I'm going to say it looks like a male private. <laughs> See, I really wanted your dad to be here for this so right. he could deal with it. I, I, Going for I the gotta block. go with penis, man. Yeah. Gotta go. It's called the penis snake, but it's not actually a snake. It is in fact an amphibian. But if you if you Google that, I I I have, you know, clutcher pearls. <laughs> you can put on a special <laughs> list if you Google that. Yeah. <laughs> Google's definitely going to ask for your location. MSN delivered that to me. Uh-huh. All right. Mm-hmm. So an archaeological dig recently uncovered a very interesting artifact. It's a sealed container. Can you take a guess as to what is inside the 2,000-year-old sealed container? Where did they uncover Okay, it? so they uncovered it in, let's see, in Seville, Spain. This was an intact container inside of a tomb in Seville, Spain, or near Seville, Spain. What might have been buried in a tomb? In a sealed container? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go with... Uh... Wine or some sort of beverage wine? for okay. the uh, wine or beverage for the afterlife. Yeah, what do you got, Blake? I'm gonna have to go with uh, uh, some clay tools. Clay tools. All right, it was perfume, and oh. you picked liquid, so I'm giving it to you. All right, you well, get liquid. I, so, I need all the help I can get over here. So <laughs> <laughs> it was, you're only one point behind. Um, so evidently the. Um, it was very patchouli heavy in ancient Rome, hmm. evidently. So let's see. I think I can pull one more from the headlines. Um, let's just go with a silly one. Um, what what zodiac sign is the best kisser? Oh. Blake. Blake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really want to say myself as a Capricorn, but I'm not sure if that's it. Because All right, so Blake saying Capricorn. Capricorn. All right, I like the confidence. I'm going to go confident, too. I'm going to go Libra. All right, I'm a Libra as well. Um, it is Aries. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're all snake eyes on that one. Let's see. Mm -hmm. I think we have... I can do one more. Um, All right. 
as a, well, wait, 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 wait. It looks like Libra is in the top top four, so I'm giving out to you. Oh, it's, yeah, a it's a tie. What? Do we need a tiebreaker? We can do a tiebreaker. We can be nice. Huh? We can be nice. And I mean, Blake's trying to. All right, I'll give you. We talked about Starbucks earlier. Um, where are we starting? You. All right. What is the key element to the most expensive kind of coffee in the world? The key element? The key part of the process. Mm. So there's a long process of manufacturing, getting the beans from the plant to your cup. Well, well, the most obscure part is oftentimes the most expensive is what animal dung it ends up in, which is odd. Okay, so you're saying animal dung. What about you, Blake? What is the... um, what is the key part of the process and the most expensive kind of coffee? Uh, I'm probably going to go and say like 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 the human labor cost like of like extracting the bean. Or Stephanie wins this one from you, Blake. The most expensive coffee. I'm sorry for all of you coffee drinkers. <laughs> is coffee that is crapped out by cats for real. <laughs> 100%. And I hope, facts are me. Yes, thank you. I hope that I have not ruined all of your appetite with our weird stories in the past 15 minutes. Thank you so much, Stephanie, Oh, for my coming. pleasure. Thanks it's for having me. It's always fun to see you. Always fun um, to be here. Thank you guys for sharing this week with me. I hope that I wasn't too intolerable in Mike's absence. I hope that you were able to laugh with us. And it was a fun part of your evening. So we are done for the week. So I will see you on Monday. Lord willing and the creek don't rise. Mike Davis will be here in the captain's chair and we can all catch up on his travels. Thank you, Blake, for filling in so much this week. Bye, Bye. everybody.